Welcome to the Shepherd King Podcast. We exist to equip pastors and leaders in the local church to transcend beyond current culture, to see government through the lens of the gospel, and engage as modeled in the scriptures. I am Leo Lazaridi. And I'm Greg Baker. Welcome to another episode of the Shepherd King Podcast. We are going through our series, Bringing Kingdom Culture to Government. So we are unpacking what does it look like to build kingdom culture and bring kingdom culture to our government. Greg, today we will be talking about living as temporary residents. We talked about that in our last episode. What does it look like to be citizens of heaven? How do we attain such a citizenship that shapes the way we live? Um, what do we do with it? What do we do with that citizenship that was bought by Christ, given to us? What do we do with it? On well, last episode, we talked about Acts 17. He says, they choose the time and place that you were born. So you think about it, God has placed you in the current place that you live at this time period in history. And what does he want you to do there? Well, it's the same lesson that went to the Israeli people that we see in Jeremiah 29. Hmm. He wants you to seek the welfare of this city that he's deported you to. So then look at this. Join me in Jeremiah 29 in verse 4. This is what the Lord of armies, the God of Israel, says to all the exiles I deported from Jerusalem to Babylon. Build houses and live in them. Plant gardens and eat their produce. Find wives to yourselves and have sons and daughters. Find wives to your sons. Give your daughters to men in marriage so they may bear sons and daughters. Multiply there. Do not decrease. Seek the welfare of the city I had deported you to. Pray to the Lord on its behalf. For when it thrives, you will thrive. God did not put us here to sit around and wait to die and join him in the kingdom of heaven. He placed you here to seek the welfare of the place that he's deported you to. Because when it thrives, you thrive. It should be our heart that our neighbors thrive in this city, whether they believe in the Lord or not. And what we've often found in human history that when the Lord's people seek the welfare of the city, many come to know the Lord. We saw this when Joseph had circumstances that threw him into Egypt. He lived out his temporary residence in Egypt for the benefit of the Egyptian people. And Pharaoh gave incredible glory to God. We see this in Daniel, when Daniel was exported to Babylon with his friends, thrown in the palace, he lived his life in a way that multiple emperors, four of them, gave incredible glory to the Lord. Darius sent out a proclamation, worship the God of Daniel. Nebuchadnezzar sent out a proclamation, worship the God of Daniel. And just look how he talks in this verse. You have the, the Jewish people just discouraged and looking around like, you know, this, this doesn't look like Jerusalem. This does not look like the city from which God dwells forever. And they, they got judgmental. They started looking down on the place. They had disdain for it. They wanted it to fail. They started getting bitter. 
And they just, they just sat around, they waited. They didn't know what they're supposed to do with their lives. And God says, time out. Time out, my people. This is not, you're missing the big picture. Mm-hmm. I sent you here, one, so you can remember me, but two, for you can help them see me. You were an ambassador in your home, and I sent people to you to learn about me. Well, now I'm sending you out, and I want you to show right there in Babylon. And he's not talking short-term. This isn't a short-term mission trip. This is a long-term mission trip, a generational mission trip. He says, build houses there, plant gardens. Think how long it takes for a tree to produce. I don't know if you ever planted an apple tree, a pear tree, a peach tree before. You're planning to be in your house for a long time, and you're doing that, or you just blessed a distant future homeowner. If you ever planted an oak tree before, it's going to be a long time before you enjoy the shade of that oak tree. God is talking about multi-generational benefits. Find wise, not just for you, but also your sons and daughters. Hmm. A multi-generational impact. Multiply there. Do not decrease. Don't just sit there and pause. Don't lock yourselves behind the walls and isolate yourself from the world around you. No, increase there. And then seek the welfare of it. Desire for the city to thrive. Mm-hmm. And Leo, you can connect so much with this because you have felt this grief a bit from your temporary residence of Brazil coming to a temporary residence of Iowa. You are living a life here that seeks the welfare of the city of Des Moines. Mm-hmm. You want Des Moines to thrive. Mm-hmm. And I should look at my neighbors, regardless of how they're worshiping, what their mindset is, I want you to thrive. And I want you to give glory to the God in heaven when you see that. Mm-hmm. I want you to give glory to the God of heaven. Mm-hmm. God says, I put you here for a purpose. Use this time. Mm-hmm. That's right, Greg. It's a call from the Lord to the Israelites. And they were not in a tough, in an easy spot or a comfortable place. It was a hard place. Their culture was gone. Um, everything was so different around them. They were being ruled by people that they, they wouldn't trust uh, as, you know, members of the same country. So being in a hard spot and God calls them to love these people to care about them. Um, and as we talked about being citizens of heaven in our last episode and the fact that we are bought into this family of God, we're given the citizenship by Christ. I mean, what other power would we have or motivation would we really have to allow us to do such a thing in a place like Babylon, right? In a place like like this, that the Israelites are experiencing here. So that's well said. And Greg, as we think about seeking the welfare of our city, how does that apply to engaging government? Well, you know how much I love that question. So we've obviously we've talked a lot about government on this podcast. It's kind of our our specialty, if you will. Government is a very unique institution of God's. It is the only one designed to serve the collective. The church serves the Lord's people with the goal to bring others in to the family of God. The family serves the the intermediate family, if you will. Government is designed to serve everybody just because they live there. 
So the mayor of Des Moines serves everybody in Des Moines. The mayor of Chicago serves everybody in Chicago. The president of France serves all the people of France. And if you want to be a blessing to your neighbors, you cannot turn a blind eye. You cannot turn a blind eye to this institution of government. Because God instituted government to be a blessing to all people. It says in Romans 13, 4, for government is God's servant for your good. Mm. One of the best places that we can go to seek the welfare of our city is to the halls of our mayor, to the halls of our city councils, to the halls of our county board of supervisors, to our governors, to our legislators, to our presidents, and say, we want to come alongside you as we serve our neighbors. And think about the countless examples in the Bible of just that. Think about Daniel saying, here I am, a temporary resident, just as much of a foreigner as you and I. Think about that citizenship lesson we had a little bit ago, how important that is to understand. You are just as much of a foreigner as Daniel was in Babylon as you are right now in the United States. Mm -hmm. You're that much of a foreigner. you got to adopt that. Me as a foreigner here in the kingdom of the United States, I'm going to go forward and I'm going to serve and I'm going to help you thrive, and I am going to be known for the kingdom of God. And why? So that when it works, they give glory to the Lord. Mm -hmm. And that is what happened with Joseph. It's what happened with Daniel. It's what happened with Nehemiah time and time again. And we see in the early church, when the early church was stepping in, serving people that would not be served, adopting people that would not be adopted. And it's exactly what we see today, all around the world, the church stepping up and nations like China that have forbidden it being the primary caretaker of the city. Why? They're seeking the welfare of the city, even when it hates them. They're seeking the welfare of the city, and God is getting glory for it. Greg, would you say that we as believers can seek the welfare of our city without considering government? Obviously, there, there's a lot of ways to serve the city. I just don't think it's the best strategy. Mm-hmm. Can you do it without going through government? Yes, yeah, you could. But you're going to limit your impact. Mm-hmm. Government is an institution designed to reach everyone. Mm-hmm. And what we find is government never has been able to save people. Right. But it is a wonderful referral source to those who can. Mm-hmm. Joseph never would have accomplished what he accomplished without Pharaoh ever. Mm-hmm. And that is always going to be true. Mm-hmm. Is it our only way to seek the welfare of the city? Not even close. But it is a way, and it is a very powerful way. Mm. That's well said, Greg. Thank you, Greg, for talking about living as temporary residents and seeking the welfare of our city. Uh, the, one of the implications of being a citizen of heaven is to seek the welfare of the city that God has placed us in and calls us to love, to serve, and care for, um, and how government is so much part of that, how government is an institution of God's to serve the people, whatever form of government, and it is an excellent way that we can uh, engage and seek the welfare of our city. So thank you, Greg. Um, thank you for joining us on this episode, and we look forward to having you again. 
The Shepherd King podcast is brought to you by the Church Ambassador Network, a ministry of the Family Leader Foundation that inspires the church to engage government for the advance of God's kingdom. For more information about the Church Ambassador Network, or if you would like to donate, please visit our website, thefamilyleader.com backslash church.